0: Episode 25 of On The Mark is being brought to you by a book that I recently read, Al Davis, Behind the Raider Shield, untold stories from longtime Davis confidants, written by Bruce Kebrick and John Kingdon, with my good friend Steve Corcoran. Guys, this book is fantastic, and you don't have to like football just to enjoy it. If you want to get a true behind-the-scenes look at the workings of Al Davis, through the glory years and the lean years. If you want to get a feel for how a major business leader runs his organization, uh, this book is chock full of crazy stories, interesting stories, and is so fascinating. It's available on Amazon. You can order it hardcover or for Kindle. Guys, you have got to check this book out. On episode 25 of On The Mark, we will be bringing you a new segment called The Cool Date Experience. We'll be bringing back another Italian of the Week and uh, unveiling a new segment called Boner News. And what that is, man, that's just exciting news that if you're a guy, or a dog, or a primate, it'll give you a boner. Bringing back old favorite, G. And we're going to discuss a bunch of other stuff. So, gang, sit back, relax, and listen to the smooth sounds of On The Mark. Benny, get this thing going. foals in the philadelphia eagles benny do the impossible st nick home underdogs home one seed underdogs they pull it out not many people think they did philadelphia is going absolutely wild right now in preparation for to host the nfc championship game i'll tell you what benny i didn't expect it but congratulations to all our vip listeners who are diehard big time eagles fans enjoy it guys i'm uh I'm very happy for you, and I'm certainly pulling for you.
1: Yeah, Marky, well, you know, they were the first one seed who was an underdog in their first playoff game, and I think that really pissed them off. They wanted to come out. They were very motivated to prove that it's not just all Carson Wentz that got them that record.
0: Yeah, they were angry, and uh, anger usually translates well into good football. Went- Wentz was an MVP guy, but Foles replaced him, and, uh, Team came through in the clutch, and now they're one game away from the Super Bowl. Like I said, congratulations, Philadelphia. Enjoy it. First of all, Benny, before we dive into these uh, segments that we're so eager to do, the snow's still sitting on these South Philly streets. I'm still sick as all hell. I've been sick every week since Thanksgiving, on and off, at least a couple days of the week. I'm beat up. I'm worn down. My car cannot handle the snow i'm totally getting a truck my next car man i'm getting a jeep i'd look cool in a jeep benny grand cherokee black
1: everybody looks cool in a jeep i, I always wanted a ford explorer uh,
0: uh they're yeah guess what they're nice
1: yeah the nice ones are very very The ones cool. that are like the luxury editions yes, the nice ones
0: yeah i love those
1: yeah very cool my car is actually gray in the snow though but i'm with you marky i feel absolutely horrible right now babe absolutely horrible, but I am enjoying how the rain has washed away some of the snow.
0: Yeah, it has, and that needs to continue to happen. The Lexus four-wheel drive for you is clutch. The Uh,
1: snow mode is huge.
0: And it has the snow traction. Yeah, I miss those days. It's weather like that that make you recognize when you take a step down in your vehicle. I have a nice car. I get a lot of compliments on my car. I'm Mm -hmm. happy with my car. But when, you know, the streets are covered in ice, black ice, slush, snow you gotta drive over a mountain just to park close to the sidewalk it's it's not ideal to say the least it's very annoying very frustrating
1: yeah i'm very happy with my car i call it lebron and that's because it just dominates any of the playing conditions i put it in
0: i haven't named a car before but when i get my jeep i'm gonna name a car i'm gonna name my cherokee my grand cherokee i'm gonna give it a real ethnic name too
1: this was the first car I gave a true real name to, and I gave it LeBron. It's not the biggest car out there, but it's muscular looking. Black yeah. as all hell. Yeah, yeah. Very strong, <laughs> fast car. It might not be the fastest. It might not be the strongest. Right. Or the biggest. But, or the biggest, but it's just a dominant force on the road. And like I said, in any playing conditions, it's going to live up to standards
0: right Uh, i'm with you i'm with you you know i got a flu shot now that i think about it before uh thanksgiving early november i think all that flu shot did for me was give me like the permanent flu like i have permanent flu-like symptoms now for the rest of my life because
1: of this flu shot yeah that's what it is you're injecting yourself with the sickness hoping that you don't really get sick off of it
0: oh it's been torture not to mention i'm working around the clock Uh, As you all know, I'm in the restaurant business. And uh, between that and this podcast, I do not have time to wipe my own ass, Benny. I know that's not the best image in the world. And, you know, I promise everybody I find time to do that. But it's just a phrase that I like to use. I am so busy, man. I don't have time to do anything. It's outrageous. And that leads me to this. Guys, if anybody out there wants to join the on the mark family and help us continue to put out content on a 24 7 around the clock basis join the family if this is an interest of yours like it's an interest of ours join the crew i always wanted somebody to give me an open armed opportunity like that i never got it me and benny had to make our own opportunity here But, you know, we're not on the basement floor anymore. We're building something special here. And if anybody wants to join the team because this is an interest of theirs and putting out content is an interest of theirs, we could use the help. Because this show is growing, Benny. We see it on our analytics, on our listener numbers, and through uh, multiple other forms of feedback, we're getting a lot of – we're building a lot of momentum here, and I'm really proud of that.
1: Yeah, we're absolutely an entertainment force that's starting to (laughs) –
0: The fastest growing entertainment podcast in the world.
1: Absolutely.
0: You got to love those generic, completely vague type of claims.
1: We'd live off of those.
0: First of all, what's the measurement to claim who is the fastest growing and who isn't? Who is actually monitoring that? So we're just going to claim we're the fastest growing podcast in the world.
1: We are. We are, man.
0: (laughs) Sure. Why not?
1: But no, we are absolutely competing with the top dogs, the ESPNs, the bar stalls, anybody out there. They're competing with us, whether they know it or not yes, right now.
0: seriously. And, you know, it's kind of frustrating, gang, because I'm absolutely convinced a lot of our content, a lot of our little jokes is getting stolen. In fact, is even being put on TV. I've seen it multiple times. I don't know if you guys follow us on Instagram, but if you don't, it's a relatively new account. So hop on there and follow. The underscore on the mark underscore show. Hop on there, follow. I posted several things on our story Uh, ESPN stealing our content uh, less than 24 hours after we reached out to them we posted something I'm not going to get into specifics it's not worth it but it's uh, you know shit like that is kind of annoying
1: it's unbelievable how much we get poached from
0: I know and uh, even going back to like specific random music we've used that we've seen other shows decide to use out of nowhere uh, within a span of days from when our episode was posted. You, you know what I'm talking about, Benny?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I see it all the time, Marky. At least two, three times a week, I'd say one of us texts the other one with ESPN, Fox Sports, Barstool, somebody. The Fanatic, WIP. Somebody, yes. Yeah. Local people, absolutely. National people. But I'll tell you what, an absolutely good quote, is about don't care who gets the credit Marky. you know what i mean Yeah.
0: well we do this for the love of the game i'm uh, i'm kevin costner man i tell people i do this for the love of the game i don't do this because i have to do it i don't do this because you know it uh satisfies a lifestyle for me i just do this because i genuinely enjoy it it's it's fun to me it's my outlet and uh, people seem to appreciate it. Our VIP listeners seem to freaking appreciate it. And we enjoy doing it. So why would we stop?
1: Oh, we're not stopping, baby. You know, the sky's the limit when you don't care who gets the credit. So if the other people, other networks want to poach off of us, it'll all get back to us. Yeah. It'll all get back to us. And like
0: I said, just getting back to my original point, if any of our VIP listeners want to join the team, want to want to help contribute... On any level, don't be shy to reach out to me and let me know. I'm more than willing to take somebody under my wing. I'm more than willing to uh, make somebody a partner of ours. Benny, we're not people that are over the top psychopaths. You know, we have our uh, methods. We we're building something here. We're always open to new opinions, new strategies, anything that we think can help the process.
1: I, I'm totally with you, Marky. I would love to bring some more people on. I mean, everybody just knows the name On The Mark, but that's not even our brand name. I know. That's just our main show. You I You don't know. even realize we have multiple other shows like the Las Vegas Raiders podcast.
0: Right, which will be uh, coming out with a new episode very shortly.
1: Oh, of course. But
0: as I have to reiterate on every single show, on the mark this is not a sports show this is not a political show this is pop culture comedy business what have you so with all that being said let's get into our first segment for episode 25 the italian of the week and man penny do i have such a crush on this girl how's that green day song go benny something unexpected but in the end it's right i hope you had the time of your life Sure. Olivia Colpo is the Italian of the Week, former Miss Universe from a strong Italian state, Rhode Island, which is the most densely populated Italian state in the country. If you didn't know that, mm. I got some family up in Providence, at Cranston and whatnot.
1: Hey, you fellas, come from Providence? Does any of business where we
0: come from, is it not? <laughs> in cannolis or something? I love Rhode Island, and man, do I love Olivia Colpo. Just looking at her gives me chills she is so gorgeous so humble she's a proud italian if you follow her on instagram guys you would know that and she dates an italian danny avandola she's really keeping it within the uh, within the culture there benny you got to respect that in 2017
1: well when you're from a big italian family like hers right you need to bring home a good italian man
0: right the father appreciates that the mother can appreciate that and frankly i'm sure her siblings she's one of five i'm sure they appreciate that i want to make sure i don't end up kissing fucking
1: that king i bet i mean listen she's a good example for the two younger ones and you know i'm sure she's helping out for the two older ones she's
0: actually like a very classy girl she doesn't dress like a stripper really stylish she uh travels to some awesome places i genuinely enjoy following her on instagram so there's another uh Recommendation. I think I might have even shouted her out before for an Instagram follow. But if you don't, guys, you have to follow Olivia Colpo on Instagram. And, you know, she's the Italian of the week. Her boyfriend, Danny Amendola, big playoff win. So, you know, they're a happy couple right now.
1: Good for them. Good for them. Uh, both people I like. Like we always like to say, hey, God bless. God bless. <laughs>
0: You know, it's funny, I uh, when I was driving over to Skyfall Studios today, Benny, I said, man, I always wanted to do a show in a bad mood. I'm in a bad fucking mood. I've been sick. Like I said, I've been working tirelessly between work and this show, and I got a trip to Vegas planned for this upcoming weekend, and it's about 10 guys constantly reaching out to me, expecting me to plan out this trip and reach out to my Vegas connections. Now, Benny... These are guys, they're not really Vegas guys. And these are great kids. These are some of the nicest people I've ever known. No Pe- People I've known for a very long time.
1: Good and, people, good people.
0: But now, they're looking to plan this type of shit. Man, I've been doing this type of stuff for 10 fucking years. I don't have time to be uh, making reservations at the Omnias, the Hakkasans, and all that. I'm strapped for time I'm putting out notices to try to hire people for the show they're asking me questions constantly and I told them I said look I'm not that guy I don't like to be a prick I'm beat up. I don't have the answers for you. We're going to have a great time once we're there. It's not going to be an overwhelming Vegas weekend. It's not a Super Bowl weekend. It's not the NBA All-Star Game. There's no boxing match, no UFC match. It's not July 4th, Memorial Day, Labor Day, or any summer or spring weekend. It's going to be a low-key weekend out there. It's not March Madness. It's cool we have the football games uh, to bet on. We are going to have a ridiculously good time. But I don't have fucking time to plan down to every second. If you're in Vegas, it's pretty fucking easy. You go to Dre's or Tao or uh, the fucking uh, Omnia, Hakkasan, Beauty in Essex, STK, Strip Steak, um, The Girl Collection, Spearmint Rhino, to Crazy Horse. It's going to be a good time. You know, I'm i put out that Sam Rothstein vibe. It's going to be my Jordan flu game. I'm mm-hmm. going to compete out there. But right now, this is my fuel up time. This is my I got to get real life shit done time. This is, you know, it's almost like me saying, I wish you guys would have came out with me in my heyday. So you really could have saw how pumped up I really get but they they weren't about that life and they're smarter for it
1: yeah i don't think you have too much to worry about when a bachelor party's getting close to it everyone starts getting nervous yeah starts especially wondering guys, how's it's they, they know happen. how much
0: i've been to vegas and they've never been so that's why they're leaning on me it's yeah. not their fault but i just want them to understand it's not my fault either i have a ton going on too
1: Our good friend Joey Stacks might have been able to help him out, but unfortunately, he was passed out in a hallway. Yes, yes, yes. He was in one of those epic uh, drug-induced comas. He loves those drug-induced comas. And
0: here's the thing, man. Uh, Joe's an experienced Vegas guy. He's been out there many a time, but plain and simple, you know, some truth talk here. He doesn't have Vegas connections that I have. Well, and listen, it's like wh- the
1: difference between having Drew Brees in the playoffs yeah. or having Joe Flacco. Yeah, that's Yeah, right. they both won a Super Bowl. Right, They both right, got right, to the Super right, Bowl. Right,
0: but who's the Hall of Famer? But right. who's
1: the real stud you want behind the line? Right, exactly. And who's the one that's going to wind up passed out in a hallway?
0: Now, our next segment of the show, boner news. News that if you're a man or a monkey or an animal, or a primate, it gives you a boner. The boner news of the week, Benny. Frankly, and I hate to do this, guys, because we are not a sports show, but this supersedes sports is Monday Night Football announcer and coaching legend, John Gruden, who could potentially be eventually put in the Hall of Fame for coaching and announcing, a la John Madden, returning to the Oakland Las Vegas Raiders, To be their head football coach, 10 years, $100 Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, guys, I'm taking this away from sports. It is unprecedented that an NFL coach gets a $100 million contract. It's never even been close. Uh, Even the $10 million a year number has never been close. John Gruden has arguably the best job in the media, the most coveted job in the media. He decided to leave and come back to the Raiders for many reasons. I recently started blogging to add a new facet to this show. We need all the outlets for content that we can have. Uh, Me and Benny, frankly, are a Swiss army knife. We do so many things. We have to have a presence on Twitter. We have to have a presence on Instagram, Snapchat. And uh, now we're on WordPress, and we'll be doing blogs Related to various topics. This blog just so happened to be about uh, John Gruden returning to the Raiders. So this is a little excerpt that I'm going to read regarding what the Gruden hire meant to me. The excerpt kind of um, encapsulates life and death, family, and football. So I'm going to read this real quick. As I sat back and watched John Gruden's press conference, I could not help but feel nostalgic and reinvigorated with not only the Raiders, but the entire NFL. It's so important to have Gruden-type men in that league. Seeing John at the podium today brought me back to a time where the NFL and the Shield really meant something. It brought me back to a time of warm childhood memories. There's nothing better than those memories. Sitting at the bar with my father on a cold Sunday afternoon, watching Gruden's group of veterans dominate while he was wearing his scowl, were some of the most enjoyable moments of my life. As a fan of football and as a fan of the Raiders, John Gruden coming back gives me chills because of the reemergence of those memories. As time goes on and those warm childhood memories become more and more distant, I really cherish these small but meaningful type of moments. Even though I don't have my father with me anymore to enjoy games with, I still intend on fully embracing this nostalgia and making new legendary memories with my friends and family as we watch Gruden write his Godfather 2 style masterpiece. Hearing John reference the need to identify their fullback and claiming the team would get what they deserve made the anticipation of this press conference so worth it for me. I connect with that type of mindset and approach. Others prefer flashier and more cutting edge speech. I don't, not in the football world. Gruden's return is something my father predicted over 15 years ago, and seeing it come to fruition today was actually awe inspiring. The warm memories of the Raiders and the NFL are fleeting, as are the distant memories I have with my father, but I fully expect Rudin's sequel to be a major success. Defined by sustained winning that I will thoroughly enjoy as long as it lasts. So here's to the Raiders getting it right, the league getting it right, and for one last time, my father getting it right. So I just wanted to share that with you guys, uh, spilling out a little bit of my feelings, my soul, what that kind of thing meant to me. Uh, You know, we try to keep sports in perspective in the same way some people might enjoy live music or Broadway, art, or what have you. Sports, specifically the Raiders, and football has just had that kind of entertainment value to me. It's just how my life unfolded. Um, I like all types of arts and whatnot, but that's one of the things that moves me the greatest. As for somebody else, it might be uh, cooking, or other moments that move them tremendously. But the reason that excerpt was so important to me is because it meant more uh, than sports. Way more than sports, really. In fact, it's almost like sports is kind of like the backdrop to life, to family. And uh, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm proud of that XR Benny. I uh, I think it's uh, it's meaningful a- and relatable.
1: Yeah, it was moving to me, Marky, and it did bring me back as well. While well, my dad wasn't a huge Raiders fan like your dad was, mine was a Packers fan the Raiders was always a team i grew up kind of loving and rooting for like i said in the christmas episode he got me a charles woodson jersey yeah uh, i believe in his first year i love charles woodson so ever since then i was a huge Raiders fan and it always kind of hit home they were the bad boys of football they were the outlaws they were the rebels that's always kind of how i was raised to be so being a Raider fan really made sense to me and john gruden While we don't like to talk about sports, I think John Gruden is the perfect fit for that Raiders organization. And it just, like you said, brings me back. It really does. It reinvigorates me.
0: Yeah, and uh, we can use all the good entertainment value we can get anymore. As we always say, how wacky are some of these TV shows on Netflix and HBO? Yeah. So at least there's an element of normalcy to sports.
1: No, that press conference with John Gruden getting announced, with the dream team of mark davis (laughs) right right and reggie mckenzie of course that was literally chill worthy it it almost brought me to tears mark and i know that's crazy to hear because i'm not even as big of a Raiders fan as you but it really almost brought me to tears
0: i know i know and it, it We're a little nuts. We we yeah. we're too We do podcasts. We do other type. Put out other types of content. We're nuts. So maybe uh, you know, in our sick heads, it makes sense. Some of you may be uh, able to relate. Others may be saying, "Man, these guys are over the top." But uh, we know if you can't relate, we know there's something else out there that moves you. So this is just one of the things that randomly kind of moved us being lifelong sports guys. Yeah,
1: whether it's, you know, sports like it is for us or, like you said, cooking or acting or anything else for anybody else. Right, right. At a certain point, you use it as a distraction away from the hard times and hard stuff in life, along with a way to almost mentally compartmentalize everything that's going on kind of put things in years and perspective and decades and players careers and it makes you remember better
0: it, it does it kind of keeps like a timeline on things yes as uh, strange as that may sound well now let's uh let's transition into something a little more lighthearted. new segment for the show the cool date a lot of cool date opportunities out there but when you're a busy guy when you're strapped for time Sometimes strapped for cash. Sometimes not feeling 100%. Not all the cool date options are at your disposal. So you got to be a little creative. This is a interesting one I got, Benny. And I want your feedback on it. I want to see if you're on the same page here. A cool date. If you're comfortable enough with the girl. probably wouldn't be the first time you hang out. Have her over and grill for her not just cook in the kitchen do a grill thing
1: oh i thought you meant like grill her with questions
0: <laughs> give her the uh, what's it called in, uh the seinfeld uh festivus airing of the grievances yes <laughs> or or meet the parents where you strap her up to a lie detector perfect <laughs> uh no Gr-
1: grill Grilling for meats. her
0: cook for her grill slabs of meat eggplant zucchini Get the grill outside, out front of the house. It's badass to grill out front of your house and not sure. in the back.
1: Very city thing.
0: Yeah. It's like, look at me. Look at my big meat. <laughs> yeah. Look at what I'm cooking up. Yeah. Give off that smell. Have a glass of wine, some beers, whatever. Nice steak, lobster, shrimp, whatever on the grill. I mean... Frankly, grilling is very, uh, there's a lot of sexual innuendo when you grill.
1: Okay. Well, you definitely have to be tender with it.
0: Tender? That dry rub? Mm, you, yes. You know, she gets over the house, you tell her, yeah, babe, I was dry rubbing this down for mm-hmm. for hours before you got here.
1: Marinating it.
0: Now I need to marinate this yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> Soak it in those juices yeah. Yeah. And then you know you, you, you After you're done grilling you head back in the house You know you cut up the steak You take a bite you're chewing it You go mmm That's some succulent shit right mm. there baby Yeah <laughs> Very sexual man And you know like the eggplant emoji That's the uh,
1: That's the ultimate
0: That's the. So you get a big eggplant mm-hmm. Show her that Chop it up. Yeah. Uh, that might give some bad imagery. Nah. nah.
1: <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of grilling. I mean, if you can show off your cooking skills to a girl, having an huge.
0: expensive, cool looking stainless yeah. steel gas grill.
1: Problem is if you can't grill properly you're fucked. and that thing comes out tough as shit.
0: Oh, you're fucked.
1: Oh, you're fucked. You burn all the eggplant. That's why you gotta have it sticks to the grill because you didn't put anything down. Now you're that jackass.
0: That's why you got to have some good desserts in the uh, in the kitchen.
1: A little cannoli?
0: Yeah, sure. Good pastry, whatav- whatever, cool ice cream selection. You got to have the sweet tooth stuff lined up in case redemption is needed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know I like my sweets. Girls like theirs. Yeah. So that's almost like the relief pitcher.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad date, Marky. Eh? Problem is, I I like being able to take them outside of the house.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. You're out front.
1: Well, yeah, but no, I mean, like, away from the property (laughs) so they don't feel like they belong there for too long. Right, right,
0: right, right, right. No, I I hear that. Get them off the the lot of land. Yeah,
1: and it also, you know, makes it better when then you get back to your place and now, you know, whatever ensues.
0: Sure. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I am, uh, it's just an idea if you're in a little bit of a jam, because it it displays a couple things. You're not being cheap because you bought steak and seafood. Yes. You have a talent, and you can cook and grill, and girls like to be catered to and fed. Yes. So that right there, and you put some thought into it.
1: You're organized. Mm Mm-hmm. It's people, not bad. People can appreciate that kind of shit, Benny. No, I hear you. It's not bad. It's definitely not bad.
0: I think Sam Rothstein would uh would appreciate a date like that.
1: Sam would call down. <laughs> yes. And have them cook him a couple prime ribs. To I bring want up. an equal amount of blueberries yes. in all
0: these muffins. An equal amount. <laughs> that would be impossible. No, no, he says, do you know how long that would take? I don't care. Hmm? (laughs) No, I'm not firing you. I'm firing you.
1: (laughs) You shouldn't blame yourself, Marky. I should have fired you two weeks ago.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. Now, I will say this. So that was a cool date. I got to recap this bad date I had for you. And this was a while ago. but, But it's been lingering in my mind. Okay. It was a Sunday afternoon at a local bar here in South Philly and uh she wanted to meet up have some drinks pick on some food talk what have you no problem sounds great i thought the girl was really nice really pretty well dressed this that and the other and uh she was a real complimentary and i appreciate that i appreciate when people are real and nice and um caring okay so we never hung out before so that was our first time hanging out like wow this is going pretty damn good and she's talking to me, oh, I love the podcast, this that and the other, I love the show, you crack me up, I think it's so funny you do that, and uh blah blah blah. We're just having a really nice conversation. And like she then I thought this was interesting. FaceTimes one of her friends, mm. a girl who's absolutely stunning. Mm. I hate to say this, Benny. The girl she FaceTimes is actually like my dream girl. Okay. Isn't that nuts? Like, this girl is literally my dream girl. She's on some Olivia Culpo shit. hmm And I'm like, oh, my God. You have got to be kidding me. hmm She's like, talk to my friend. She thinks you're so funny, too. She listens to the mm-hmm. show. She follows you on Instagram. Say say some of these stupid phrases that you say. Make her laugh. <laughs> so I'm, like, a little drunk or buzzed at the time. So i just playing the part, playing the role. Yeah. Yeah, we're laughing, we're having fun. But I think something along the way, I made it known how hot I thought the friend was. Mm. This girl that I went on the date on will not acknowledge me now whatsoever. She's seen me in public, acts like she does not know me, Mm. and we've never hung out. And then when I put it on her, like I say hello or something like that, she'll still act like she doesn't know me. Like uh, fucking uh, she got men in black with that thing. It's the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen.
1: Yes, she made a mistake and it sounds like she knows it.
0: Well, No, I mean, I think I made the mistake, I guess, by making it known how hot I thought her friend was.
1: She has to be aware. But you know can't put
0: that on me. Yeah, she has You can't to be aware. put that on my plate.
1: Oh, I hear you. That's bad, Marky.
0: But here's the thing, Benny. If this girl that she FaceTimed wasn't exactly my type,
1: mm-hmm.
0: none of this would have been an issue. Sure. It was exactly what I like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, you know how some girls just do it for you? Yeah. This wasn't even a, oh, she just does it for me for some odd reason. No, this is what the fuck I draw up in my head. And that's rare.
1: Yeah. That's bad, Mark. Yeah, I know. That's tough.
0: So, whatever. I mean, that girl's clearly slightly immature. I was going to say, it act sounds like, like you her, saved part yourself. of her brain
1: has been removed. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like you saved yourself some problems because she's, she's a cute... slightly emotional, unstable. Yeah. Emotionally unstable. Yeah,
0: and she's a really cute girl, fit and like stylish and has a good job, this, that, and the other. But she's been single for very long time through her 20s so you know where there's smoke there's fire yeah don't put that fucking girl on on facetime with me don't give me the opportunity to fuck it up
1: i've never had that bad of one but it reminds me there's definitely been a time or two where i was out on a date with a girl at whatever kind of bar and the bartender was not only just so hot but like perfect awesome yeah. everything and like maybe I get there a half hour early and so w- we're talking me and the bartender oh, yeah. but then the girl that I'm on the date with comes uh-huh. and then it's yeah. that problem because now I don't care about the girl I care about that bartender.
0: So I had a similar situation where the girl walked out on me cuz I was talking to the bartender too much. Okay. But yeah. I'm a bartender. That's the so, thing. So I take care of the bartenders. I'm nice to the bartenders. I accommodate them and I hook them up cuz I know how annoying of a fucking job that can be. Yeah. From from time to time, you know. Sure. Some days it's great, some days you're just not in the mood. Yeah. Like any other job. And uh man, did this girl flip out. And she called an Uber. She wanted to leave. I talked her off the ledge, though. We ended up having a great night together, but uh, she uh, she felt like the bartender moved on me. Okay. What does Trump say? I moved on her like a bitch. Oh, right. I took her furniture shopping. Well, this bartender moved on me like a bitch, and I think she wanted to take me furniture mm-hmm. shopping. Interesting. Although she didn't buy me any drinks, and my bill was retarded for oh, like there you go. five whiskey neats yeah i was up on the bowery sipping whiskey neat benny good like that uh like that song
1: goes yeah you pulled the danny ocean
0: that was the danny ocean how you doing whiskey and whiskey yeah that was about it ben that's all i got for you now benny we're, we're both guys in the restaurant business we're both guys that end up eating out a lot whether it's at our own restaurants whether it's at our friends restaurants what have you Let's bring back a, a old legendary segment, G. Hey, how do you
1: like yours? Red. Medium red. Medium red? Hmm,
0: an
1: aristocrat. My snack was a honey crisp
0: apple. What'd you eat today? I hope it wasn't a honey crisp apple.
1: Marky, I was feeling exceptionally healthy, so I had a nice grilled turkey burger with some goat cheese. I'm a huge fan of goat cheese. Uh, but then I had to be a fat ass also when I got a side of mac and cheese.
0: Oh, wow, so you were at Wawa. No. I don't know why I just thought Wawa had burgers. What the fuck is wrong with me?
1: <laughs> I don't know where, what <laughs> Wawa has turkey burgers.
0: <laughs> I, I knew they had mac and cheese, though, so maybe that's, <laughs> that's outrageous. All right, well, cool, healthy. That'll, that'll fuel you through your day here. Sure. I had a Chobani Greek yogurt and a black coffee. Good. and about 500 vitamin c chewables yeah, trying yeah. to beat this sickness
1: yeah well let me tell you by ingesting no real food you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna help your body man
0: uh you know guys i hope you weren't expecting like a sopranos style uh, meal right there but uh we're just keeping it real this is real life this is the struggle this is the process when uh when we get to where we need to be We'll have all this stuff fully catered and whatnot. We, we do have that from time to time, but it'll be a, more of a regular thing.
1: Yeah, you'll get some Go-Gurts by then.
0: Yeah, I'll work my way up to Go-Gurts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see no Go-Gurts! All right, VIP listeners, that wraps up episode 25 of On the Mark, the Sam Rothstein Show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it gave you a laugh or two. And uh, we will be back soon, so please tune in with us. I love you guys. Be safe and stay strong out there.